Welcome back to another episode of the AACTE podcast. AACTE, the American Association of Colleges for Teacher Education, is the leading voice on educator preparation. I'm your host, Dr. Lynn Gangone, President and CEO of AACTE. We're continuing in our first series where we're highlighting case stories that were first shared at our national conference in 2021 by AACTE members. Today, we continue our focus on diversity and teacher preparation with a study from the University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley, shared by Dr. Alma Rodriguez, Dean of the College of Education and PETA 16 Integration, and Dr. Sanda Musanti, Associate Professor in the Bilingual and Literacy Studies Department. This university is located along the Rio Grande River on the border of Mexico and is one of the largest Hispanic-serving institutions in the country. With over 32,000 students, 90% of them identify as Hispanic. In this episode, Alma and Sandra share how they have been working to establish a transformative teacher prep program anchored in the principles of culturally and linguistically sustained pedagogy involving strong collaboration among the university faculty and community school districts. So, let's hear how they are transforming education. Hello everyone, I'm Alma Rodriguez and I am the Dean of the UTRGV College of Education and P16 Integration. And with me is my colleague, Dr. Sandra Musanti, who is an Associate Professor in the Bilingual and Literacy Studies Department in our college. Over 90% of our students identify themselves as Hispanic. Therefore, we are uniquely positioned to significantly contribute to the diversification of the teaching workforce. We have three priorities in our college that are very intertwined with our mission. One is quality. We believe in improving the quality of the learning experiences of all of our students. The second is the development of a culture of inquiry. We believe in research and learning focused on answering important questions that are going to guide us through the continuous improvement of our programs. And finally, positionality. We have a mission to strive to become a national model for educator preparation especially as it relates to Latinx learners and educators. So as we embrace our mission and continue with our work, we were fortunate enough to be selected to become part of the first cohort of the National Transformation Center of the Branch Alliance for Educator Diversity. Branch Ed is a nonprofit organization dedicated to strengthening, growing, and amplifying the impact of teacher preparation at minority-serving institutions. And one of their goals is the diversification of the teaching profession. Therefore, it was a perfect fit for us to become part of this National Transformation Center. We are currently in year three of our transformation work. And it's important to highlight that the work that we've embraced was founded on the ideas and principles that the faculty had already determined that were important to improve our teacher preparation program. So our work towards transforming teacher preparation in the Rio Grande Valley began a little before we became 
part of the transformation cohort. It started in the spring of 2017 with a two-day retreat, followed by another two-day retreat in which our faculty had the opportunity to discuss and come to consensus as to what was important for us to embed in our teacher preparation to prepare the best possible teachers for our region and the state. We presented our thoughts to our advisory committee later on that same spring, and we culminated by forming a faculty work group that engaged in a deeper analysis of how we were going to operationalize those ideas that our faculty had agreed on. So with that, I'll turn it over to my colleague to talk about how the work of the faculty work group evolved. I had the pleasure to be part of the committee of the group of faculty who gathered and worked for approximately a year to identify the principles that we wanted to guide and form part of the framework to guide our transformation work. So the agreement was to design a practice-based teacher preparation program that was anchored in the principles of culturally and linguistically sustained pedagogy, reflective inquiry, high leverage practices for effective teaching, and strong collaborative partnerships with school districts and the community. So this model that we envision places clinical practice as the hub of teacher preparation and involves the idea of faculty working collaboratively, uh, delivering instruction and connecting theory to practice. So this framework aligns with them that allowed us to identify transformation goals that also connect very nicely with the the framework that Branch Alliance for Education Diversity had put forward that involves also the work of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. This framework is identified as the teacher preparation outcomes and indicators and involves or is guided by four transformational that has guided the, the identification of our transformation goals. So one of the domains is quality related to implementing programs with fidelity. The other domain is sustainability. And that means that being sustainable beyond philanthropic support. The other domain is scale. That means that the transformation needs to impact all candidates across programs. And this idea of impact, that means that it's going to have a definitive effect, our transformation in the uh, assuring that the diverse, more diverse, effective new teachers are employed and retained in schools that serve Black, Latino, and low-income students. So this framework, and especially the quality domain, has informed our transformation goals. A quality program from this particular framework is a program that builds teacher candidates' competency to meet the needs of students that demonstrate commitment to using data for continuous improvement, ensures teacher educators are effective, and is a program that is responsive to K-12 school systems and also the community. And so for our work and our work, uh, transformation work with Branchel as, as part of the Centers of Teacher Preparation Transformation, we identified three areas of emphasis. 
culturally and linguistically sustaining pedagogies because being a Hispanic serving institution, we think that we need to lead the work in that regards. The importance of technology for the 21st century, practice-based teacher education. We identified three faculty champions that helped and collaborated to spearhead the efforts and innovations and anything we did in the transformation work in these three areas. And one of the first initiatives was create a community of practice that involved faculty in different roles in the different programs preparing that we have to for teacher preparation and to engage in thinking and reflecting and generating changes in the programs and the courses they taught. And in a way that involved collaborating with each other, observing each other, and designing specific practices. So we knew also that we couldn't do this without involving faculty in developing strong partnerships with our school districts. As you saw, the, we are in an area that impacts and involves and includes many school districts. So we approach this work with districts and the development of school partnerships from the perspective of that they had to be mutually beneficial. So, and this is an important core principle because it moves us away from placing and leaving our students in different schools to developing strategies and innovations or programs that allows for the districts and schools to benefit from the presence of our teacher candidates. So one of these initiatives that relates to curriculum transformation, which is another area for us critical to generate a transformation that is sustainable, was the development of the teacher, the step-up teacher preparation program. This particular program grew from a conversation between the dean of the College of Education and one of the district superintendents. They identified that the need of design a clinical experience for teacher candidates that allowed us to prepare first-year teachers with the skills, knowledge, and expertise of a second-year teacher. So in this way, we used a little bit of some of the principles of residency program. So this is a year-long clinically embedded field experience at a selected school site. The district and the university collaborate to identify the school site to identify the cooperating teachers, to train the cooperating teachers, and also to identify and jointly identify and design activities that are suitable for our teacher candidates to better serve the students, the districts or the school's students' needs. And so the strategy is, is very centered in a co-teaching model and a specialized mentorship when teacher, faculty, and supervisors, and school and district representatives work together to synergically design the program that is contextualized. Curriculum mapping became an important tool for us to revisit our programs. We are a, a fairly new university that was created in 2015, so we had to come together and look at our programs and how our programs responded and aligned with the national and state standards. So we have been working on structuring field experiences for our teacher candidates, embedding field experiences semester one. That means that we are placing the teacher candidates at different school sites 
and those experiences are aligned and tied to their work in the in different courses, providing targeted opportunities to apply theories and concepts that are taught in the program at the same time that opportunities, they have opportunities to observe and to do things in schools with the guidance of cooperating teachers and the guidance of the instructor and, you know, being exposed to working with different type of population, student population. So this is correlated and assessed through different key assessments that are embedded in these different courses. For instance, one of the first key assessments is the diversity case study. Then uh, there is a mini unit plan that they have to design. And then there is an assessment that focuses on data reflection and analysis. So we couldn't do all this without a strong focus on teacher-educator professional development. And this involved for us to rethink the who we define as teacher educator. And so we focus on involving or identifying, actively identifying teacher educators as our cooperating teachers, supervisors, faculties, adjuncts, anyone that was an instructor in the College of Education or in other colleges teaching our teacher candidates. Different opportunities were designed and implemented to uh, provide professional development for our teacher educators. For instance, one was the community of practice scholar that our three faculty champions designed that involved 12 faculty members working throughout a year. And then we identified our assessment of the needs for faculty professional development allowed us to identify that we needed to work more in depth in practice-based teacher education. So we work with teaching works to provide two intensive workshops for our faculty and faculty across the colleges. And we had around 80 faculty participating. So we have also had uh, other areas of need identified like open educational resources and Branchet had supported that, that effort. Inclusive online instruction, also Branchet had supported that effort. And faculty is presently involved in designing a teacher educator online professional development modules that will focus on providing professional development in cognitive coaching, co-teaching, and culturally responsive teaching in hybrid environments. So, and we have also an ongoing coaching professional development for cooperating teachers that especially focus on our work with the STEP-UP program in collaboration with Raise Your Hand Texas. And finally, an important area of our transformation work has been in innovation of practice. One of our greatest achievements was the use of mixed reality simulation. So this provides us, affords us the possibility to design instruction that approximates practice to our teacher candidates in a way that is safe, where they can design instruction and try different strategies with the students, avatar students, in a way that allows them to rehearse, reflect on what they've done and revise, and even sometimes even redo it, try it again. It is also a way where we can design scenarios that allows for us to integrate the principles of culturally and linguistically sustaining instruction. And so we have a couple of examples. For instance, one scenario is parent-teacher conference. 
And we can adapt these scenarios to different situations and to do it in different languages with different conflicts or issues at stake that target different type of knowledge and skills that our students, teacher candidates need to develop. And we also have been able to develop scenarios such as this one in Spanish, where our teacher candidates can design instruction to activate background knowledge around this text, Cajas de Cartón, and in a way that allows them to see how they can leverage students' linguistic resources and cultural background also, just to make sure they can access the content of the text and connect with uh, important content in social studies, and all that done in Spanish. The approach to transforming teacher preparation in the Rio Grande Valley has been multifaceted, and it has included different aspects of, of our teacher preparation program. We're always constantly looking at our data, looking at outcomes, and determining what else do we need to tweak and revise to ensure the success of our teacher candidates. So what is being assessed? Through our quality assurance system, we're assessing the pedagogical and content knowledge of our candidates, as well as their professional dispositions, their self-confidence, and their satisfaction. That, all of that leads to for us to get an idea of the quality and effectiveness of the candidates that we are preparing. But we are also assessing the clinical experiences that our candidates have, which are co-constructed, and Dr. Musanti elaborated significantly on those in, in, in terms of the step-up program, the structured field experiences, and others. We also are looking at our completers' effectiveness. So once our candidates leave our program, we are making an effort to follow up with them, both through surveys as well as classroom visits in the form of case studies. And as was mentioned earlier by Dr. Musanti, we have also signed data sharing agreements with school districts that have allowed us to follow the effectiveness of our completers. And all of this leads, of course, to our overall assessment of the effectiveness of our program. So if we want our faculty to make informed decisions, we need to make data accessible to them on a regular basis. In order to do that, we have been using TK20 from Watermark extensively to collect our data, store our data, and we also, of course, pull data from Blackboard. And the best part of this is that all of the data that we collect we have been visualizing it through dashboards to put in front of our faculty so that the data is understandable and is accessible and they can make those decisions that are in the best interest of our teacher candidates. Ultimately, we want to track our candidates from admission to the program through completion and even into employment to assess their effectiveness as they progress through the program. So this has been our journey, a journey that has been guided by our vision, the vision 
of the College of Education and P16 integration is to be a catalyst for educational success for individuals, families, communities, the region, and our society at large. Through thoughtful, culturally sustaining partnerships with our schools and communities, growing bilingual and biliterate population. We continue to keep this vision front and center as we move forward, as we think of new initiatives, as we roll those out, and as we engage in dialogue with our district partners to be responsive to their needs, to the vacancies that they have, to the needs of the students, and to innovate together to prepare better teachers, not only for our region, but for the state and beyond. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the AACTE podcast. If you'd like to learn more about revolutionizing education and our annual conference, please visit our website at aacte.org. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at AACTE. There are more episodes coming your way, so be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. We hope you'll join us again next time.